to the Boosty Podcast. We're in season eight, episode 26. And in today's podcast, I want to talk to you about why you should start a podcast. I have invited on Lloyd Knowlton of the Knowlton Marketing Agency. And you may be thinking, well, what has that got to do with hospitality? Well, most guests that I invite on around the world of hospitality but this is more for me this one and I'll tell you why and you'll notice why because I'm a bit of a bit of a fanboy of of Lloyd and his brother Dan and his new podcast called the Business Anchors Podcast. Now they're only five episodes in and so they are very fresh in what it is like to start a podcast, the the creative thinking behind it, the struggles that they thought that was going to be before you start a podcast and how actually simple and easy it is and my goal of this episode is for one person that is going to listen or watch to take action and create a podcast on the back of it. If you want to go find out more about Lloyd and Dan and their podcast, just type in business anchors on wherever you do listen to your podcast. And obviously as well, whilst you are there, type in Boost Hospitality Podcast, give it a rate, give it a review and a subscribe. We are currently at the moment in the top 17 in the UK, which is fantastic. Thank you very much to everybody that has helped us get there. We are going to be very soon passing 20,000 downloads, which is also amazing. Thank you very much. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, which is Hostfully. Uh, If you haven't checked them out, you should know them by now. Digital guidebooks that you can get for free. All you've got to do is go to hostfully.com. You get one free digital guidebook. If you want to upgrade and go for their premium options, then all you've got to do is type Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y 2M in the coupon code and you get two months Free. This is also brought to you by the Book Direct membership, which is Boostly's Book Direct membership. For only $9.99 a month, you get all of your social media content provided you for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. All the copy, all the design. You also get a listed on the Book Direct map, and you get over 80 hours worth of training videos that will help you increase your direct booking. And the best thing is, is it's guaranteed results. If you fail to get a return of investment, you get all of your money back. Nobody else is offering that because nobody else got a bigger mouth as I to shout out about this. I am that confident that it will work. So without further ado, I'm going to pass you over to Lloyd of Knowlton Digital Marketing and he is going to give you some fantastic advice on why you should start your podcast. Yes, so I'm Lloyd. I have a creative social media marketing agency called Knowlton and we yeah, we use video and creative campaigns online on social media to promote people's services, products, that kind of thing. We've worked with FIFA, Nestle, Eurotunnel, lots of weird and wonderful brands, big businesses, small businesses. And uh, as Mark said, also the co-host with my brother Dan Knowlton of the Business Anchors podcast, which we're, we're really enjoying at the moment. And I'm, uh, I'm coming at you from Margate in, uh, in the UK at the moment, sunny Margate. As we like to get started on, on these podcasts, a nice little easy intro. How are, we gonna, how are you going to save the world? How, how are we going to save the world, Lloyd? What are we going to do to get, <laughs> to get around to ground these crazy times? Do our best, Mark. There's, <laughs> there's a lot that needs saving, a lot that needs changing, but we can definitely give it a good go. When you were growing up, did you ever want to be a radio DJ? No, no. I, I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, you'll understand that I don't like radio DJs, but, but I do tend to weirdly go into the radio... DJ voice during the podcast it just comes out I don't know I don't know what happens it's my favorite bit <laughs> my favorite bit I, I uh the first episode in and, and you busted it out and I had, a, I had a little chuckle to myself so tell us a little bit more then about the digital marketing energy around Norton because it's gone through a couple of name changes like how, yeah. how did it how did it 
end up that you ended up working with your your brother Dan? Six years ago now, Dan actually decided, so he did a marketing degree, did a couple of jobs that he hated for a while and then decided he wanted to give it a go on his own. I was in a job um, kind of marketing department of uh, an English school for international um, students um, near, near Margate where I live. And it got to a point where I was in a job that I didn't like very much. Dan was starting his thing and it looked much more exciting than what I was doing. And we kind of looked at it and I think Dan was about six months in. I was helping out here and there behind the scenes, but we kind of realized even though we're brothers, we've got completely different skill sets. So we started talking about how we could potentially work together. And we realized basically all of our weaknesses we had, the, the other brother kind of complements that. So I already just from kind of a hobby had some skills in video and uh, photography and that type of thing. And that really went hand in hand with the social media strategy, social media campaigns that Dan was starting to work on in the business. And um, so that's, that's where it all started. And as you said, we, we've gone from working with some, some sort of really small local clients as KPS Digital Marketing, we were called back then. Very exciting. And, uh, yeah, we've rebranded uh, probably close to a year ago now to Knowlton and our, our kind of branding is much more colourful, fun, more us. I think it suits our business a lot better because we're a bit weird, a bit different to your classic kind of corporate marketeers and that kind of thing. So, mm. so yeah, that's, that's, that's the basics of the story. So when you say that you've worked with, say FIFA, for example, mm -hmm. uh, being a football fan, I see that FIFA <laughs> thing in the background. What, what was the exact job, would you say, that you, you did for them? Like how did, how did, you, did you have to pitch them? Did like sort of they come to you? How, how does that sort of thing all work in this sort of level? Working with FIFA, that was, there's kind of two sides of our business to, to communicate to everyone. There's the kind of training with businesses that we do. So to teach businesses how to improve on getting their word out on social media getting the word out creatively their products their services and how to do that kind of thing using video and everything online and then then there's a side of the business where we produce kind of video campaigns for those big brands social media campaigns so they come to us we come up with some great ideas video some stuff making this sound quite simple on a video some stuff work through that strategy get them more customers sell products services whatever they're doing so and uh, with fifa it was on the training side so dan actually went out to dubai and um, he got flown out by a company out there and did some training there was there's sort of three or four very big brands in the room that he was training i think it was over a week kind of did of course and it was more on social media strategy online strategy and and the person from fifa that we were working with there i think was working on the fifa club world cup and, and kind of how to promote that more creatively online using facebook instagram twitter rather than the more traditional ways that that companies have worked in, in the past so that that's that's the fifa story what was the idea of creating the podcast like where did the who was who had the first conversation like what was the idea bit, bit behind it sort of and then from from the idea to implementation like what was that sort of process looking like definitely came from me i'm i'm very much the creative in my business i'm the weirdo basically so whereas dan comes up with a lot of more traditional business ideas sensible ideas i'm usually the one throwing weird ideas about that don't sound great at first but they usually work out yeah so i i like podcasts i strangely i know most people like to listen i really like to watch podcasts a bit of escapism that's my kind of thing i don't normally watch kind of standard tv it's the sort of thing i'm really into and so for a while i'd be thinking i, I think we could do something around a podcast i think with our kind of style of being more entertaining rather than just educational 
I think it suits the kind of format quite well. But when, when we were thinking about it, the main thing, if I'm completely honest, Mark, is when we started talking about it, we thought it could be something that we would really enjoy. And I think in our business, again, a bit different to other people starting businesses or marketing agencies or, you know, small businesses, whatever. We, we don't want to be the biggest business in the world. We don't want to be the richest people in the world. We want to, we want to grow a team. We want to be financially okay. So we, we haven't got worries, but really we want to try and make sure that we enjoy what we're doing because we're going to be doing it for a long time. We're lucky enough that we work with each other as brothers and we're building out a team of lovely people. But yeah, we want to enjoy ourselves. So the first thing is we started talking about, we realized it could be once a week, we could have a great time for an hour and that would be a nice highlight. And it's definitely, that's definitely happened. We're really enjoying it. The other side of it was our, our skill set. So we create videos for our clients. So we've got all the kit to do it to a high standard, much easier mm. than a lot of people. So that made it an easy decision. But, but the third thing, and I think... The, the thing that makes sense most business-wise is we wanted to get the kind of awareness in the traditional marketing funnel we talk about quite a lot you got the top which is awareness of just getting you yourself your business out there in the world spreading the word a bit like I am to your audience now most of the people watching won't have any idea who I am and now they do so that's a bit of awareness the kind of first stage and I think especially with stuff going on now in the world a global pandemic where a lot of us can't in, in our businesses can't really put out stuff that's that kind of further down the marketing funnel content of actually selling you know like click this button and buy this now book it now perfect time to get that awareness out there and for us the podcast is that just getting more attention on us and our brand and people getting to know who we are so when you know, in a few months, weeks, months, years, whenever it will be, when it gets back, gets back to normal, there'll be more people that know about us and can potentially come up to us and say, we've got this idea, we'd like to work with you on this, this and this. So, yeah. yeah. Let's just go around the creative aspect, because obviously being part of an agency, do you feel under pressure that whatever content you and Dan put out, whether it's your personal or as a brand, do you feel under pressure to create like really good content as in the camera has to be spot on like the you know the pixels and all of that has to be spot on it has to be well lit and everything or or because of how you you take yourselves you know and, and how you present yourselves as in you're very fun do you, do you feel like you've just been able to just run with this or do you really plan out every podcast what you are doing as in do you have a plan for the next sort of say four five episodes or is it just a case of well you'll hit record We'll start talking. If it's funny, it's a bonus. I think when it comes to the kind of process, we, we, I'll be honest, we don't have a plan of the next three, four, five episodes. We, we know roughly what we're trying to do. We're trying, like I said, we're trying to get attention from the right people that could become customers of ours in the next six months, year, two years, five years, whatever that is. But we, we don't have a plan for lots of episodes in the future. But what we what we do is we really do plan and structure every episode before. So it's probably three or four days before we're recording, we'll have a session. We'll plan the things that we want to talk about. The idea is basically we'll, we'll plan it and structure it so that so easy and relaxed because we know what we're doing, that it looks like it's completely unstructured and not planned at all. That's kind of what we're aiming for. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, you watch your favorite TV shows, even if it's reality TV. I mean, it's all really planned. And it's all very structured. And that's why it's enjoyable because so structured, you don't realize it's structured. And it's, it's really interesting to watch, listen to. At the same time, because like I said, we're weird and creative. We go off on very weird tangents. You know, I'm not 
in the, in the last episode, we spoke about a time that I ended up in, in A&E with Trapped Wind, which I won't go into the details because that's, that's, you'll have to listen to the Business Anchors podcast. Obviously, that's, that's not relevant to business. It was just a funny story that we kind of went off on a tangent and told. We don't plan stuff like that, but there is a, a structure. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, yeah, there definitely is a lot of planning it gets into. Would you also say with a live video? Like, like this. So if anybody who is watching is a hospitality owner, we, you know, I, I and everybody encourages uh, hospitality owners to do more live videos to be able to mm. show off their business, show off their brand because of, with a video and with a live video, you're able to sort of show so much more. And obviously the algorithms, Facebook loves a, a, a little mm. live video at the moment. So would you say with that, before somebody does go live, they have a, a, an idea in their head or they've structured it in their head on what they're going to talk about. So it would mean that it is more sort of laid back and more enjoyable when it actually they do hit that red button. Yeah, I think so 100% because I think some people watch people that seem very natural on camera doing these live videos and they think, oh, I wish I could be like that. Like I, I'd find it really hard to just off the cuff talk about this stuff. And the reality is most of those people you're watching that seem like they're doing it off the cuff, they're not. They've planned what they're saying and that's why it seems so relaxed and I think you don't have to do crazy planning but especially for live video I always kind of say just have in your head how you're going to start the video and introduce it because that's the first thing people are going to see and you don't want to just be kind of like no uh, oh, uh, 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 you know, they're just going to switch off straight away. So yeah. have your intro planned three to five bullet points of what you want to talk about or show in your video and then have in your head how you're going to end the video. I mean, that's, that's as simple as it needs to be, but it's a structure there that your brain kind of goes through. Oh, I was going to talk about that. And there's reasoning behind that rather than just going off talking about anything and, and people getting bored really. <laughs> well, I think planning prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. And again, it's, uh, and, 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 and totally. And again, like everybody who watches these Boostly podcasts live, you, you will know by now that I always send the questions pre, pre to, to guests. And, you know, we've got a bullet points that we want to talk about quick fire questions as a pre, as a pre bullet, but we, you know, we, we, we do go on tangents, but for the most part it is, it is structured. That's why we look so smooth when we are, I was, we are chatting. I have to say, Mark, I was very impressed because some, some of, you know, when you go on podcasts and things like that, some of these things you kind of go in blind and you think, okay, well, hopefully this will be all right. <laughs> when I got that document through, I thought, this is my kind of guy. This is, <laughs> this is what I like to say. <laughs> well, there you, well, I actually learned this. There's a, a lady who I will give a shout out. She's called Elaine Watt from the uh, HLS podcast. And up until the point of being on her show, I had never, ever written down questions before, but she sent over a Google Doc and it was all laid out. And I was I was like this is amazing so again i got it from her and just okay. can you just lay out how easy it is actually to go from a recording to getting something out there on online and, and what sort of hospitality owners or just anybody who is watching this wanting to do a podcast how how the simple steps that they need to take i know obviously mark's making this look very complicated you think he's really clever with this podcast but the reality is and i know this now that i'm doing a podcast yeah. it's it's so simple and it's like that yeah, it's, it's like everything. When you see other people doing stuff, you think, oh, that must be really difficult to do. But you get into it and it's really not. So I, although I'm into video stuff and that kind of thing, I had absolutely no idea how podcasts worked. Probably two, two to three months ago, not a clue. Firstly, YouTube is your friend. So I basically just typed into YouTube, like how to start a podcast. And obviously now there's just so many people telling you for free how to do it. And it's so useful. The reality is, so you need to record some audio and if you do that on your own it's really simple because you just need something you can speak into and most of our phones can actually do that now so that makes it really easy once you've recorded whatever audio that is there's a host so you kind of you find hosts online again 
Google it and there are loads of hosts you can up, upload with and you just upload that file to a host and then there's a few kind of steps to to make sure it can get seen on on the in the various different places but it's all step-by-step -step stuff that you can go through with 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 the host that you choose and then after that it's just about promoting it and talking to the right people sharing it with the world and getting people to listen to it but honestly i youtube is your friend i had no idea how to do anything and now I'm happy to say we've got a podcast we're really proud of. What have you personally found the main benefit of starting the podcast, the conversations that have come on the back of it or any opportunities that have come on the back of it? Firstly, so we're, we're five episodes in now, I think. This was very much a long-term play for us. So we, again, like I said before, it was for awareness. So not kind of converting customers. I'm not expecting to say on the podcast, oh, uh, here's a link, go to this and buy this thing. But uh, we were really aiming for the awareness, the top of the funnel. Five episodes in, we've had uh, two. So I think the phone rang once and one online lead where people especially at this time when it's it's getting harder for us to win business because i i didn't expect it to for us to have any anything like that happening yet so the fact that we're just we're putting this stuff out there it's taken an hour of our time to record it and we've already you know the phone's ringing with someone wanting to work with us and we've only done five episodes yeah i just think that shows it's the, and at the moment with podcasts it's where there's so much attention and it's attention that you can get fairly simply if you do the right things because people are getting more and more into podcasts are getting more and more popular and i think what i love about podcasts is people find a podcast that they like they might have been you know, you might be watching this and then you're going to search for the Business Anchors podcast. Make sure you do. But you might listen to one, the latest episode, think I like that. And then people go back to your first ever episode or they go back 20 episodes and they line them up. And whenever they've got a free moment, they, they listen to them all. And I just think that's such a good way for people to consume your content, have the messaging that you want them to hear and kind of build a relationship with you and your business over time that I, I don't see as much in it with YouTube. I think it's harder to get a YouTube subscriber that will, would watch you every week or every day or whenever you put out a video. Whereas podcasts at the moment, think, you know, in, in the world of business and marketing, stuff changes all the time, but it does seem like the attention's there and it's easier than a lot of the other ways at the moment to get that attention. Don't underestimate it. And I think with, with a podcast, people will treat it almost like a book you know where if they discover a good author they'll go and maybe buy three or four of their books and they'll just read them one after the other and they'll do that with a with, with a podcast if anybody wants to go and, and find out more uh, about the podcast about Knowlton give us a couple of links before we, we go we go into the quick fire questions please Lloyd so firstly knowltonmarketing.co.uk so Knowlton is spelled k-n-o-w L-T-O-N. And a that's our business. A little bit of radio voice that's, coming out there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I noticed that. Yeah, so that's our, our business. You can have a look at what we do and that kind of thing. And then for the Business Anchors podcast, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Business Anchors podcast and you'll you'll find somewhere to listen to it there. Search for the Knowlton YouTube channel if you want to watch the podcast. Again, something that a lot of people don't realize as well, because this is a this is a live video, this is obviously video content, but it is the the, the cool thing about this is as soon as we save this onto the computer, you can just take the audio and that becomes a podcast. The good thing about podcasts is that I found personally 
it's a, been a great way and it's opened so many doors from just reaching out to somebody like, like, like Lloyd, like with Noah Kagan, with Janet Murray, with Jessica Lorimer, and you know, loads of people that I, off the top of my head that I've just sent a message to saying, would you like to come on the podcast? And again, because it's mutually beneficial for both parties, then they obviously love it uh, because they can open up maybe a new audience, but as well, it can help educate our current listeners and for me to have a conversation with them like people that i've followed and known and liked and just ask questions that i would love asking as well it, it takes so many boxes with with a podcast so as always we like to finish with uh, quick fire questions and as always put it in the comments your answers to these same questions all right lloyd are you ready so if you could be isolated or on lockdown with one celebrity who would it be i'm not into kind of celebrity culture much i'm not i'm not not that that kind of person but i have to say i was thinking a celebrity chef's got to be a good idea right yeah. at least i can keep you entertained and keep you fed keep you fed and i was so i was thinking jamie oliver gordon ramsay they'd be too annoying i'm gonna go with ainsley harriet because i think he seems like a right laugh that, that's be a lot yeah, of fun. yeah you had a second person you had a second person to say a celebrity chef uh noah kagan was your one he actually oh, went, really? i did i did miss out i did i did miss out it could be dead or alive because he went with anthony bourdain whether it's netflix or disney plus or whatever there's always a watch list that gets built up so have you had anything that has been on your watch list for a while now and have you had a chance to watch it and anything you can recommend to the people that are watching the the godfather films because I'm, I'm into film and that kind of thing and it's kind of one of those classics that i still have never seen so i need to get around to watching that at some point but I, yeah. i've been watching uh, the heist at the moment which i think is actually spanish but on netflix it's dubbed over with English and and that was on the watch list for a while but I've started now and it's really good when we're not on lockdown in in Scarborough we actually live in Javier in Spain uh that's so where we, my grandparents I I know I've been yeah. chatting to Dan about this <laughs> <laughs> this the is a uh, part of the world yeah, it's an amazing, amazing part part of the world. And we've got friends that watch it on, on Netflix. They rave about it. So yeah, good, good recommendation. Good nice. recommendation. Like, right, what is the one thing that you've missed the most since being on lockdown? The one thing is my, my little nephew, Brody. He's he was born in November, so he was only little. And you know, they're at that, that cute stage, they're changing every day and they're this little bundle of joy. So I miss it, miss giving him a cuddle, but I also miss beer gardens as well. So one of those two, I suppose. What has been your favorite purchase under a hundred pounds in the past, I'll say six months, but in the past year. So the best purchase under a hundred pounds in the past six months. But this is, this is something that was actually only about a month ago. So it was 90 quid and um, I've got this um, like standing desk converter thing. When I thought I was going to be working from home a bit more, I don't, I'm not, I'm not one of those that has a, a house with 20 rooms and got, so I was like, I don't have an office or anything. So I thought I'm going to have to work from like a, the bedroom or the kitchen or what, where am I going to do this? So I got this thing that kind of, you can put a laptop and keyboard on and it, it changes heights and you just put it on top of anything basically standing up working and for some reason i find myself so much more productive this is the yorkshire version of a stand-up desk and i'll tell you what it is so you've got the normal work surface yeah and then you go to ikea and buy their lack table for a fiver okay. so the ikea lack it's like the coffee table size and then i basically just buy a little laptop stand which costs 15 quid on on amazon and and that is my stand-up because i have to have it nice. like highline so that that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is my version which is which is uh, what all in all about 20 quid right now oh, i'm nice. sat down so i'm i'm not being the best i'm sat down but i've got um <laughs> 
I've got like a couple of bookcases here, which is where the, the laptop is balanced on right now. Do you mm. have a favorite podcast or YouTube channel or anything like any favorite podcast or a YouTube channel when you're um, not listening to yours? I really like kind of more um, entertainment podcast because I for me it's a bit of escapism so it, there is a couple of business ones I, I like to listen to but it's more more entertainment so there's a new one called Cooped Up with Robbie Knox who was actually just a guest on our podcast they're basically while they're in lockdown they've started a new podcast and they're just recording a podcast every day and it's it's a bit weird because they don't really talk about much they just talk about what they've done in the day which is never much because they're in lockdown but they're two quite funny guys yeah. and they're entertaining i also like the happy hour podcast which is which jack mate does which is another youtuber but business wise there's a diary of a ceo by mm-hmm. stephen bartlett and yeah. dan was telling me to listen for months and months and then actually since I've had a bit more more time and I can't go out and do anything, I've I've started listening to that, and that's that's really cool as well. So, but if you could have any other guest then, but on the podcast, I know you know it wasn't planned, but if you could, you know, say to Dan, listen, we should get him as a guest. Who who would that be at the moment? You know, I don't think Robbie Knox has been on any other business podcast, even though he does run his own business and he has a YouTube channel, which yeah. I would say is a business in itself. But yeah, I think I think more people like that sort of really entertaining, funny guests that, that have a business angle as well that, you know what, there's, there's not a name that I can think of, but um, Dan would go much more business. And I think I said about Diary of a CEO with Stephen no. Bartlett. I think his, his ideal guest would probably be Stephen Bartlett. It's someone in the same kind of business space as us that, that, you know he's a really intelligent guy so i think i think he'd probably go for that so what would be your number one advice to anybody listening that they could take away and and put into their own practice to boost their own direct bookings whether it be social email video content audio content what would be that one piece of advice that you could pass on to anybody that that is tuning in definitely for direct bookings my one piece of advice would be to start building up attention in the right places so what are people and what and where are people searching for things where you could answer it in a blog or a podcast or a video you know if you're if you've got some kind of hospitality business and you're near one of the best scuba diving spots you know what can you create a blog about the best scuba diving spots and what a surprise one of them's going to be to the hotel that you own or or the scuba diving business that you own i think it's it's a long-term play so you're kind of you would need to do this um, over a period of time but eventually one or two of those videos podcasts or blogs are going to start showing up in search rankings when people are actually looking for places like your business to to book directly if anybody wants to go and find out more via social media where's the where's the best channel to to, to get you on is it instagram linkedin oh, uh, yeah linkedin will probably be the best so yeah lloyd Knowlton or, or dan Knowlton. my brother's probably more interesting on linkedin but yeah find find me on there and obviously the business anchors podcast is uh, is available on every good place you go and get yeah. your podcast and then so just basically type in business anchors into any of your platforms form of choice whether you're apple android or any of those so again please do go check it out it's my massive recommendation i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big big fan and i recommend everybody go and go and check it out when you're on your 30 minutes bit of exercise over the coming coming few days uh, lloyd have you got any final things that you'd like to say to people that are watching or listening thank you it's been a pleasure thank you mark and and yeah thank you for being so well organized and structured i, I feel like i need to show people this document so that they know how brilliant you are at this
There you go. <laughs> um, on, on, on that end, flattery will get you everywhere. But uh, thank you, everybody, that has tuned in tonight live. We're doing this every single night during lockdown. We're coming into week five now. We've been doing this since the 17th of March, which was like the involuntary lockdown. Trying to give you help and advice, tactics and tips on what you can do to not only survive during these crazy times with the hospitality industry, but thrive on the other end. If you want to get a little nudge every day that we're going live, just go to boostly.co.uk forward slash daily boost. It goes to the WhatsApp group channel, give you a little nudge just before we're going live. And if you want to get a five-step guide to getting more direct bookings, go to boostly.co.uk forward slash five steps. Do me one big favor, share this video. So if you're watching live or on the replay, hit that share button, share it onto your personal wall, your business page, share in a Facebook group, spread the word about what we're doing because it is going to help. Even if it just helps one person, then that would be massive. But thank you very much and we'll catch you very, very soon.